Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's a place where all of your dreams come true. Where the pendulous quest is just the thing you do. So grab your horse and join the crew. Down in Vicky's Hello, 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 and welcome to another bonus one-shot edition of Vicky's World. I'm Talal Karkuti. I normally play Kataib Khan, but in this episode, I'll be playing a special one-off character called Jakey in The Gardeners. Now, this uh, story takes place after the events of the first arc of our main campaign and features a very special guest, Nadine Wild Palmer. It's a real fun hoot of an adventure. Please enjoy, and I'll be back in the middle with a special message. See you in a bit. Generations ago, the world ended. Forests were torn up, mountains were toppled, and whole lakes were swept away by the power of a furious storm. The only hint of life remaining was the verdant enclave known as the City of Summers. The goddess of Summers encased her faithful in a vast dome of celestial vines and transformed herself into a bright, shining orb of sunlight that she shaped and hung above the city, which brightens and dims with long, hot days and short nights. In service of the goddess and the city, an alliance was founded, bringing together those equipped to respond to emergencies as medics and keepers of order. Down through the generations, these people who swore a sacred and highly secret oath to nurture and protect the city of Summers became known as the Gardeners. Distinctive in their pastel-coloured robes of pinks, purples and greens, and carrying the weight of vows to protect all in the city equally, from the richest nobles to the poorest paupers, the route to qualifying as a gardener is one of the most arduous paths possible to walk, and many fall from it each year. Tonight in the City of Summers, it is raining, a rare and angry thunderstorm rolling across the central district and making the celestial vines above ripple and shift with its ferocity. Greenbreath Temple, home to the gardeners, is quiet, with most members either out on patrol or tucked up securely in their beds. Or tucked up securely in their beds, if you want to pronounce words correctly. Save for four figures, dressed in novice green, looking out into the rain from vine-covered colonnades. 
The four of you have been told to keep vigil here by the head of the order, Cornaith, an older human man of unflappable calm and inscrutable expression, as a final challenge, because tomorrow all of your hard work will pay off, as you'll be sworn in during the ceremony of planting. Hand in your weapons for the blunted ones the gardeners are expected to carry, and become fully qualified gardeners to serve the city over all else for the rest of your days. As long as nothing goes wrong between now and then. Would everybody please give me a d20 roll? C'est un aimant, mademoiselle. Oh, merci beaucoup, merci beaucoup. Uh, do we tell you? Uh, yes, please do. I, I got my lucky number, number six. Six Ooh, fires. Very <laughs> nice. Theme of the evening. So very <laughs> middle of the road ten. Lovely, very nice. I believe that's Dees. Should I? <laughs> <laughs> hey, six. It, it depends on what you're adding to the six. Oh, so six is not always so terrible. Uh, Sasha and Dan, how did you guys do? Ten sandwich. No, twelve sandwiches. Sorry, please. Twelve, and we got a seven from Dan. Fantastic. All right. So the first uh, trainee gardener that we focus in on, Sasha. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about how you look tonight? Uh, just the look, or how you look, how you are. Give us an intro to your character. Okay. Hello, I'm Mumble McGrumble. Uh, Mumble McGrumble appeared at the temple a couple of years back over the hill and decided that he was a hill dwarf. Because um, <laughs> hills in it. Um, Mumble McGrumble is uh, very mysterious because, uh, I mean, you had to give him that name because he just mumbles. So um, to this day, you're not actually entirely sure whether that's his name or just the sound that he makes. Um, a powerfully built dwarf. Uh, who, right, okay, so I misread the sheet because what I thought was, I thought, <laughs> hang on, it gets better. I thought I could maul people. Now, turns out I can't. It's actually a weapon. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, he's on all fours. He just runs the stuff and mauls it. I was so excited. And then I Googled it because I was like, this sounds too good to be true. And it was. It's actually just a really large axe. Is that right, Vicky? It's like a kind of a big hammer. Big hammer, yeah. It's like, it's like a big... But I, I feel like I would be on all fours anyway. <laughs> Do you know what? That is that is such a mumbles but grumbles energy. Yeah. I will permit you to be on all fours. This will Excellent. Be I will be on all fours for the whole adventure and I will move like a running wolf. <laughs> Legit. This is this is incredible. Legit. Uh does Bumble McGrumble uh use well, what are their pronouns? What, uh, do they make use of gender? He. He, lovely, well, fantastic. Well, you think you, you've 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 rudely assumed, but he's never he's never cleaved you in twain, so you you probably assumed correctly. <laughs> That's how you check if it's someone's pronouns. Oh, absolutely. Trial and error, risk if, of axing. Yes, absolutely. I feel, feel we should be able to ax more people. Hey, um, fabulous! All right, mumble McGrumble. Uh, beside you uh, is a a relatively diminutive. Um, trainee. Talal, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about who you'll be playing tonight? Sure. Uh, beside Mumble stands a forest gnome which is kind of like um, he's, he's not he, it's a he, he, he him, him, and uh, he's not he's not traditionally handsome because he's covered in warts and stuff, but he makes up for it in in, um, in budget style. Mm. So um, 
He spent his younger years working in the um, horse and cart garage, fixing up carts and stuff. Fuck's sake, I've just um, seen your name. <laughs> and his name is Jacob Greased Lightning. And uh, he's got greased back, slick black hair, wears a leather coat, well, it's faux leather, um, but like a faux leather jacket with his name stitched into the back of it crudely. <laughs> uh, cigarette in his mouth. And um, yeah, like shiny black shoes. He, he keeps his very budget outfit very clean and, and like any rip or stitch, any anything, anytime he gets ripped or anything, he stitches it up straight away. He's very kind of uh, all about presentation with uh, little money to support it. But um, yeah, and uh, quite shifty looking left and right all the time. Uneasy on his feet. Not the very, not inside. He's not very confident, but he he's all bravado and cockiness. Um, constantly smoking a ciggy. And um, yeah, that's, that's Jacob. I guess there'll be more to learn about him as we go along because I'm making it up as we go. <laughs> I love him. Uh, so beside Jacob with his slicked back hair. Call me Jakey. Hey, call me Jakey. 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 Um, there stands uh, a, a significantly taller um, trainee. Dan, why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your character? Um, sure. So I am an assassin. Asimov. Asimov, one of them. Which I definitely learnt how to pronounce beforehand, which is ironic given uh, the name of my character is Unpronounceable Alex. Um, <laughs> which you can make of what you will. Um, so there are Asimov. 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 Okay. I think it's pronounced ASMR. ASMR, <laughs> yeah. Um, ironically, they're really not an ASMR um, type vibe. Uh, they're very loud and big. Um, so my character is uh, a female bard. So they look like a human, but they're sort of touched by the celestial and the divine. In this case, the, the goddess herself. Um, yes, my character's been touched by the goddess. And uh, that that kind of comes out about in like, um, it's like radiant uh, lines on the veins. It's almost like light passing through the blood, which kind of like, yeah, you can, you can see sort of... Um, yeah, through the skin, so they, they sort of cast a light wherever they go. Um, yeah, what else to say about them? They they are happy with they, them, or she, her, um, and they love the goddess so hard, so hard! <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, that's absolutely lovely. Thanks, Dan. Hey, Nadine. Uh, and so next to uh, this kind of glowing Asimar, we see the final uh, member of this group. Would you like to introduce us to yours, possibly with visual aids for the video if you wanted? <laughs> right. So um, I am Ickle Pickle. That's this. Look at this art, obscure, uh, We did not ask Nadine to do this. She picked up a pencil <laughs> and she was like, yes. And it's there is a box in the sheet that says character appearance. Yes, there is. <laughs> I assumed, and after speaking to Talal, I thought, or should I say, oh, I had to write it down, Jakey, um, that that was for drawing a picture of your character. You could absolutely, you could 1000% draw a character. That is fantastic. Anyway, it's up for sale, everyone, so. <laughs> <laughs> but on a serious note, I am a Lightfoot halfling. Um, it says here folk hero, so I'm just going to... That's the, the kind of thing that my uh, character, the all-seeing in brackets, Ickle Pickle, 
would think, yeah, I mean, of course I'm one of those arrogant, uh, self-absorbed. Uh, some of the things quite highly of themselves. Uh, Ickle Pickle doesn't have, you know, much family found in the woods by an ogre, that kind of thing. Really loves pickles, like probably about 50% of her diet. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> really really gets upset when she's interrupted by others as well being that she's so small she's like developed um a very loud presence um so it really really despises being interrupted and apparently has something called a python which i looked up today didn't know what that was little piece of metal stick it in some rock climb up heck yeah Done. <laughs> I love her. Ickle Pickle is fantastic. Uh, fantastic. There we go. So uh, you're all sort of stood vigil. You all know each other very well. You've all worked together. You've trained side by side. Uh, and you all, you can decide how you feel about each other, but you're certainly very familiar with each other. Would everybody please make me a perception check? For anyone unsure, that is you roll a d20 and then you add your perception modifier which is going to be in your little box of skills modifiers 17 17 17 vicky oh lovely Uh, and 15 please 15 lovely stuff um can i get what do we need to know everybody's classes would that be useful uh yes that would be very useful so i'm a i'm a bard what what are you sasha you're a fighter fighter and talal what's yours i'm just making notes i'm a wizard (gasps) Better believe it, baby. Nadine, what's your class? I'm a halfling, a light. Uh, that's your. Oh no, wait. That's what? your race. Oh, class. Your... Class and the ranger one. Ranger. Yeah. Um, she's the number one ranger. Where is the perception? Oh, I found it. Found it. Is it passive perception. Uh, no, no, it'll be in your skills box. So on the first page of your character sheet, can oh, you yeah. see on the left side, there are six big stats. Yeah. There's strength, dex, con, lovely. If you chunk one column in from that, it should be a little box in the middle called skills. And it should start... Uh, They're all alphabet- oh, acrobatics. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So it's all good. I've got a 12, so I've got a 4. I've got a 16. We are on a fan. Nice. And I'm on an 8. 16 and an 8. Lovely stuff. All right. So, um, Unpronounceable Alex and uh, Ickle Pickle. The two of you notice this first. A sudden flash of lightning illuminates the beautifully kept gardens before you, and the two of you notice a figure hurrying through the rain up towards the temple. They seem to be only a couple of feet tall, probably around your height, Ickle Pickle, uh, and they seem to have dark skin, and they're dressed in a, uh, a nightgown, which seems utterly impractical for the rain. They also seem to be carrying a sodden wool blanket over their head, uh, and as they run towards you uh, up the garden path, they are shouting uh, in what sounds like a masculine voice, um, Hello! Hello, could anybody help me, please? I need I need a gardener, help. I'm I'm gonna turn to Ickle Pickle and say, Why Ickle Pickle, I think we may have a problem here. On this night of all nights. Brace yourself for anything. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm always ready and at the rain waiting. I, I knew I know you are, Ickle. I just double thought I'd double check with you that you are. Okay. Uh should we should we go out and see that? Hey, hey, g- everyone, we, we may have a problem hey. here. What's the big ruckus, huh? I'm just standing there keeping guard. Look, 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 there's somebody <gasps> running towards us. Oh, shit. That's our voices established. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 was, what was that, uh, Mumble? 
I think what Mumble's trying to say is we should probably go and have a look at what's going on over there. Agreed. What do you say? Follow me, everybody. Let's go. You will run out into the rain uh, to meet this distressed halfling who is shouting out for you. Uh, He seems completely out of breath. The closer you get, the more obvious it becomes that he looks maybe in the middle of his sort of uh, first century, so middle-aged-ish for a halfling, uh, and he seems very short of breath. He says to you, Oh, oh, thank the goddess. I was worried I'd be running around all night. Please, will you help me? Somebody's taken my daughter. Oh, praise the goddess indeed. Oh, no. Oh. She was, I was just, I was just napping just for a moment beside her crib. I swear I didn't doze off for more than a moment, and then I opened my eyes, the window was open, and there was this... You're gonna say I'm mad, but there was this shadow that took her. I swear I'm not making it up. I can't see well in the darkness, but a shadow came in and and took her. I'm sorry, I can't pay you or anything. I just, I'm really worried about Melba. I've I've always wanted a child and I I love her so very, very much. Well, we don't don't need payment here. Is is he telling the truth, Vix? Roll an insight check. Oh, I've got such high insight. Eleven. <laughs> Bubbles, you can roll. Everyone can roll if they want. I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna roll an insight. I'm gonna like. I'm, I'm on all fours, just sniffing the ground around him, being like. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'm also intimidating him, which is also extremely high. I rolled uh, eighteen plus four, so I got a twenty-two. Twenty. What did I sniff, right. Vicky? What did I sniff? Bubbles, you sniff the goddamn truth. Yeah, uh, he is. He is genuinely telling the truth. He seems to have run out here in one slipper. Um, he's wearing a nightgown. He didn't even have time to pull on a house coat before running for help. He seems genuinely distressed. Okay. We've been tasked. I communicate this to the group. Why? Why? Thank you, Marble. Understood. Um, we we we've been tasked with protecting the temple for the night, right? So we, we're not supposed to leave our posts. No. Would we know if there's like my instinct would be senior gardener business? I need to. Like, is there anyone I can go wake up quickly? Or should... Mm, or, or, oh, Could we maybe just... this is the test. The final test. <gasps> I immediately walk over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> you trundle over. You go over the hill, you go back. There are no senior gardeners to be found. Uh, okay. Oh, no, I go over the opposite hill. I'm like, I'm off. I'm, I'm, I'm... Oh yeah, remind, investigate this. <laughs> remind us, Vicky, what was everyone doing? We, why are we keep? Why are we the ones in charge of keeping guard tonight? You've been everyone said it busy as a, doing something as an else. Order as a test by Cornet, the head of the guard. Bit. This is the last bit before we're real. Oh yeah, okay. But could, well, we, could we use my? Could we use my magpie? Well, what do you want to do with your magpie? <laughs> oh yeah, wait. Have you told us about your magpie yet? Uh, I may have left something out from the early conversation. Um, I have not. <laughs> I have a magpie, uh, n- my familiar, whose name is Ra. Ra. <laughs> so, Amazing. I mean, can, yeah. can we use Ra in some way? Hey, I, I, I reckon, uh, hey, if, if you want to, hmm, Ickle, uh, maybe it's a good time to send that little, that little, uh, little flappy feathery friend of yours up into the sky. I'm getting... Uh, Dan, I wasn't expecting you to do a cowboy accent. I thought I was going to be the only American. I'm meant to be Italian-American. <laughs> yeah. I'm going it, for, like, a Blanche Dubois kind of a thing. I uh, don't know how well I'm doing it. I, I thought you were doing I, Christopher Walken. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's... let's uh, hey, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, listen here, buddy. Do you do you live around here? Uh, no, I'm not... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not... Um, I live on the edge of the Central District. Oh. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes away? 
maybe uh yeah uh Ica, why don't you send up your magpie into the into the sky up there and see see what kind of see what kind of clues maybe it sniffs out, huh? Maybe we get maybe we get some information, huh? Okay. I'm I'm changing my accent to a scouse, by the way, because I, I didn't know we were doing accents. No one told me. I feel like she's I a can't scout. do accents, so that's why I'm non-verbal. But you're mumbling anyway, so but, but Sasha, what accent is the mumbling? Um I think it's 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 French. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. Nailing that, nailing that. Oh, exactly. Um, beautiful. This is right. these are already great. Well, I love well, these well, Ickle, I think if you send your magpie up to find out what's going on, that'll be a most excellent idea. But I think this is exactly why we signed up to be gardeners. Jacob, Ickle, uh, call me Jakey. Jake, Jake, I've known you. I've known you for years. I should be. Yeah, and I you, tell Jake. you every time. Just call I, me Jakey, I, I, man. I'm sorry, it's my. Own... Forget about it. Forget about I'm it. I'm gonna take you on your accent, apparently. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, we're like I two peas in a pod here. Hey, we're like two peas in a motherfucking pod here, man. As this happens, the camera and boom, crucially, follow the magpie into the sky. Ra is very, very well trained, so you're not quite at the stage. You're not quite at the stage where you can communicate uh, verbally with Ra, but you have got to the stage where you can definitely understand what they're trying to communicate to you. Uh, anyway, so would you please roll me a perception check using Ra's statistics? So that is going to be, you roll a d20 and then you add whatever the number is uh, for his wisdom, whatever, or her wisdom. Oh, no, they have a perception. Uh, oh, do they? Well, in that case, uh, yeah. please yeah, roll... I've got perception of in skills of plus three. Perfect. Well, in that case, yeah, brilliant. In that case, go ahead and roll uh, a d20 and then add plus three. As oh, well. we've got a 15 plus three. You do Ooh. the maths. Oh, 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 oh. 18. Maths, you, you do, do the maths, maths. 18. <laughs> I 18. will. Very good. Excellent maths and excellent rolling. Uh, Thank so, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ra takes a look around and... Um, seems to flutter down after a few moments and Ra tugs at your ear. Um, he seems to be tugging your ear to in the direction of the street outside. You get the impression he's seen something and he wants you to follow. What is it, Ra? He- ah! Sorry. <laughs> he's seen, no, that's great. He's seen something, everyone, and he wants us to follow. What accent is Ra speaking? Um, very, very, like, I, I'm feeling like... Yeah. Thank you very much, Mumble Grumble. Mumble Grumble. I feel like Ra, for me, Twig's like very, very posh private school girl, right? You're spot on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mummy and I are off to the weekend in the lab. From Ladette to Lady. That's exactly it. Cheap, cheap, and chirp indeed. (laughs) (laughs) What a hoity soity sort of bed. Look, uh, I know it's very tempting to to step outside of this uh, this very boring post we've been given for tonight, you know, but we've literally been given one job this evening is, is to watch wow. this post. I and, believe uh, that I believe that this is the voice of the goddess speaking to us, calling us to adventure, calling us to action. This is why we're all gardeners. Let us save this poor man's daughter. Let us prove our worth to the goddess. Oh. What he said. I'm gonna walk back to the the temple we are watching over, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna pull out of my. Can I have a spray can of paint, or or, or like <laughs> maybe just like a pot? 
and a paintbrush? Yeah, you can have a pot of paint. <laughs> okay, I pull out a pot of aerosol. I pull out a pot of paint from my and I paint on the wall with my paintbrush. I'm gonna paint like um, uh, uh, we was here. Hey, we was here. See, but uh, <laughs> we're still watching. Don't try nothing dodgy. Uh, be right back. Forget about it. <laughs> okay, I, I think we can leave. It's all good. Let's I'm go. I'm going to reinforce that by coming up and just sticking one of my hand axes into the wall and just leaving it like yeah. you try something. Very intimidating. I'll well, add I, some red paint to that wound. I'll as, add a bit of as, red paint. As much as I appreciate the art of collage, I don't think this this is sending a rather mixed message. For, let, let, why don't we go and help this poor man in his Anyone pocket. who wants to cause trouble here knows not to mess with the place. Huh? That's what I'm saying, man. Come on. Okay, Jakey. I'm, I'm doing your accent whenever I speak to you. I can't help. Okay, <laughs> okay, Jakey. I get you. Okay, 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 okay. What's mine is yours, brother. You we need to go and save, save okay, the child. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Lead the way. Uh, let's go. Lead the way, Ico Pico. No one ever listens to me. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Pickle, pickle, you lead the way. Ra uh, kind of alternates between kind of tugging on your ear um, and flying, swooping ahead of you a short distance and then checking that you're coming and then (laughs) really just bothering you. Ra is a great companion. But But don't even like birds. so you you follow Ra to a beautiful, cosy cottage uh, with roses growing around the front and a little kind of cabbage patch inside. Um, Bertram lets you in. It is his cottage and this halfling's name is Bertram. Um, and he shows you into the uh, bedroom, the, the room that used to be Melba's or is still Melba's. Hopefully she's okay. Uh, so you can take a look around the room it, it seems undisturbed apart from this open window and if you ask Bertram he will confirm that that's where the shadow came from and that's where it went to um, Roy's kind of sitting on the windowsill and staring at the tavern next door um, the peacock's tail in uh, if you'd like you can do a survival check to uh, take a look around here see if there's anything else or you can head straight to where your magpie is pointing you I'm going to briefly smell everything in the room as okay. I've previously done in an investigative spirit. Go for it. Roll me an investigation And if anything check. seems suspicious, I will lick it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Perfect. 19, please. What do I get with my senses of smell and taste? Uh, it smells like this is a baby's room. Um, smells like, tastes like this is a baby's room. Um, you it can... must be a baby's room. <laughs> uh, well, yes. how old is your daughter, Bertram? <laughs> oh, uh, she's our. Uh, I don't know. She's thirty-four. Of course, I know. <laughs> she's she's about six months old, I reckon. Okay. By my count, I feel like I shouldn't have had to lick anything for that information. Can I have any? Can I know anything else? Apart you can from know room? other stuff. So as you sniff and lick around, your tongue encounters something very, very unpleasant. You pull back and notice on the windowsill there is a footprint, a very slender footprint. Um, it looks uh, like it might belong to a medium-sized humanoid, but maybe one that steps quite lightly. Um, and it tastes of, um, how to put this, uh, fetid manure is what I'll say. Phew. It wasn't me then. <laughs> Can I, I think, me as as the player, I think she did the whole Misty Footsteps thing where you come in and you disappear 
with with me, but I feel like if I do an Arcana check as the character, I'm going to be like, (laughs) may I do an Arcana check and see if the character is, is, oh, it's not that great. Uh, 12, please. Uh, No, you can't find, you can't smell or taste any hint of any enchantment in here. I am investigating for magic specifically using my tongue. So I feel like (laughs) maybe it's not a tried and tested best. I'm going to ask Bertram, um, my dear Bertram, do you have any enemies? Anyone who might take your daughter? Anybody you've angered? Anybody you owe money to? No, no. Unless there's some, unless there's some freak going round stealing Summer's halfling children from their crib, I I certainly don't have any any enemies or anything. No, I just I I I always wanted a kid. I adopted her. She was on the street. She was abandoned. I don't know. You're you're a good man with a fine heart. Well, thank you. I I notice Alex's really good question, and I get a bit jealous. So I go up to Bertram. And I say, uh, hey, hey, Bertram, uh, yeah. um, you, you say you always wanted a baby, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, huh. What would you do to, to get a baby? Huh? <laughs> what, what kind of things would you do? Get, go what, through what, the what adoption kind of... processes. Oh, you adopted this baby, huh? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Wait, there's an in- inconsistency in this story because you said you adopted it, but you also said that you found it on the street. And I was found underneath a tree, so I know what it's like. And basically, you need to get your story straight, Bertram. Which one was it? Right, let's kill Bertram. <laughs> you find it? Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm going to maul him. I'm going to kill <laughs> my... Really? No, no. Down, down. No, no, no. Calm down. He says, no, I, uh, I, she was a street child and I adopted her. They took her into the orphanage and then I went in and, you know. Well, that's it. We've sold it. It's just a mum and dad come back. They were having a little jolly on holiday. You've gone in, swoops in, took her child, their child, and they're like, where's the child? Do you know for sure? Do you know for sure that this baby was not wanted by somebody else at the time of your your procurement of said baby? They, they procurement, adoption, not procurement. First of nah. all, hey, Bertram, Bertram, if I ever speak, adopt a child, I'm going to call it procurement from now, <laughs> like forever. Now, 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 Bertram, you must excuse my colleagues. They, 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 they seem to be rather excited by the the misfortunes and misdeeds of this evening. Um, perhaps ownership and and uh, parenting can be left for another time. It strikes me that uh, we must so- save this child first before uh, deciding who they who they belong to. Okay, it, okay. Uh, I guess it was a bad question then, huh? Now I'm gonna go in a huff and walk over to the window, wow. flick my cigarette out the window, and do I uh. see anything out of the window? What's out of the window? Ooh, uh, you see, there is sort of a side street uh, that opens fairly easily, and then there is uh, a stage door side entrance to the Peacock's Tail Inn. Ooh, do I, as, as a bard who's maybe done some gigs, would I know about that entrance and stuff? Uh, you would definitely know about the Peacock's Tail Inn. It's definitely more of a theatre than a tavern. Uh, you know, inside it's kind of got this gaudy turquoise decor um, and these dangling baubles from every possible nook. Uh, you know, there is a front entrance um, and the main section of the bar is sort of a theatre area. You know, they tend to have uh, plays on written by the owner and proprietor. You would probably never have met him, um, but uh, he's uh, he's quite famous as a bard. Uh, his name is Araduin. 
And it's the play on at the moment, an all baby cast of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of Babies Day Out, and they're missing, they're missing a crucial cast member, and uh, they're sick of the day, and they really needed to replace them. Ye old I bossy would baby. Watch that play. <laughs> I would watch that play so hard. <laughs> Have, have um, we all have we all seen Ra looking at this? I'm gonna this put that play on. Oh yeah, I forgot about the dead. I'm gonna procure twelve babies and I'm gonna put on that play. <laughs> I'm gonna make a killing in the West End. Have <laughs> oh, you ever heard a suggestion that sounds like a threat so much? Before? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, I, I I think we should um I think we should go over to the pub slash uh, the pub theatre. Yeah, lovely. Are uh, we going to go out room. the window or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out we go. Well, we, we should follow the thieves. We should use my python. Yeah, you could absolutely use your use python, python as you go sure. tuk, 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 down the outside of this first floor window. Is it? But I... is it? Is it on the ground floor like that scene in Hot Shots Part Two? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, That'd absolutely, it's on the ground floor. <laughs> so glad you all got that reference. <laughs> Can I ask you guys to go ahead? I want to stay behind with Bertram and just do one more thing. I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea. Well, you can stay on watch if you like, but hey, hey, be... Jake, hey, Jakey, don't, don't, don't mess this guy up too much, okay? Don't, don't, mess, don't mess this guy up. He seems like he's a stand-up fella, okay? I'm gonna do something nice, brother. What you gonna do? Before he does anything nice, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow Dan's character, but I'm gonna make direct eye contact. Uh, with the father and just just you know how cats just knock something over while looking at you yeah i'm just gonna do that just <laughs> okay i'd like to intimidate him please okay all right roll intimidation if you want oh, to wow whoa i rolled a natural one <laughs> <laughs> perfect i you failed knock to knock it over and i go you, oh! you repair <laughs> accidentally repair something in there. yeah <laughs> oh thank you he had like a broken music box and i'm like right he mistakes it as a gesture of goodwill that I did not mean. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. I've been trying to work on that actually. <laughs> you head out wow. the window. Uh, yeah. How can I? How can I help you, Mister Jakey? Hey, it's right? just a little trick I learned in uh, in gardener school. All right. I just want. Hey, hey. No bad feelings. Everything we've been doing, we're just going through the ropes, man. We're, we're cops in training here, all right? Just have a seat, please, Bertram. Have a seat right here. Now, you said you fell asleep right yep. before the baby was taken? Yep. I just want to check something. We learned this in gardener school. You can relax. Okay. I put my hand. I'm going to put my hand on your shoulders. I'm not doing anything. I'm my daughter. I'm going to help you, of course, buddy. Right. Okay, of I trust course. you. Here you go. And then I'm going to put my hands on his shoulders, mm -hmm. and I'm going to cast the uh, the bloody the ritual identify, <laughs> and it will tell me if I touch a creature while casting this, it will tell me what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. I just want to be sure no one put him to sleep or anything like that, you know, so that the baby could get stolen. I want to see how much planning was uh, part of this kidnapping. So yeah, you I have believe, a brother, I believe you. You have a choice when it comes to identify. So you can either spend ten minutes to ritual cast it, which is totally fine, or you can uh, take only, or it, you can do it almost instantaneously if you use a spell slot. What would you prefer? Yeah, well, that's why I was telling them to go ahead. So yeah. if you want to cut back to me later or something, but yeah, I'd rather not waste a spell slot. You guys can go ahead, and I'll catch up with you in a bit. Lovely. All right, so you settle down um, and you are going to cast Identify on Bertram. 
A few moments later finds you in front of the Peacock Tail Inn. So that is uh, Ickle Pickle, Mumbles and Unpronounceable Alex plus Ra, the bird. Uh, The magpie just sort of taps um, on the the little stage door. Uh, But you can choose to go in there or you can choose to go in the front wherever you wish to go. I think we should go incognito and go in the back. I roll stealth at a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, you do. Let's go incognito, <laughs> bitches. I mean... Uh, I'm the stealthiest. Uh, 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 I completely agree with you, Ickle. Uh, although going to the backstage would suggest we belong there. If we go in as patrons, people will... Well, we could go in and pose as customers, because why the, why the hell not? We, we're patrons of the arts, you and I. Agreed. <laughs> I'm gonna stealth. You're going in the back door. Okay. Yes. I, I think our uh, our, our 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 uh, dwarven friend him might go sneak in at the back. I feel like as gardeners we would have been trained to be like cut him off in the alley, and I think we would probably have some form of sign language to uh, to communicate that. So like you. <laughs> so I'm gonna do that. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign I'm gonna cut him off in the alley and go stealth into the back door. Lovely. All right, go ahead and roll stealth. <laughs> okay. Uh, so because I roll at a disadvantage, I rolled an eighteen and a two. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. So you grumble and you you gesture. They go in the front and then clank 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 you take an audible position outside the back door uh you open the door and it creaks like hell you step in and I there's kick a it stage open. you kick it open <laughs> and there is a stage hand stood on the other side just staring at you <laughs> i'm sorry you cannot be back here there is a performance occurring right now and then I walk past him confidently oh oh, okay well I suppose I will do nothing to react to this (laughs) oh cool I thought I was going to have to fight him (laughs) (laughs) Uh, as you walk forward you find yourself in the wings at the side of uh, a particular performance occurring Uh, is it all babies (laughs) <laughs> no, no, they are fully grown adult actors. Um, Damn it. Ickle Pickle and Baby Review is a matinee, obviously. Is, it a ba- uh, <laughs> is there a baby extra? Because I once saw a play with a baby extra that did not need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> My friends once put on a show that was come and look at the baby at the fringe. And it was them putting their baby in, just like just like bringing him out and letting people like watch him and play with him for an hour. And it like solidly did really well. He's also it was on at one a.m. in the Three Sisters. Everybody <laughs> 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 was wanking and throwing up. Uh, the uh, fucking Vivi, that fucking Vivi over there. Ah, yeah, yeah. Gen- we gen- gen- genuinely beautiful show. Um, there was a, a dancer, mime artist, who had a toddler, and so they put their toddler on stage and they basically improvised and did beautiful movement wow. around that, like in duet with their toddler, in, in complete response. And it was like so gorgeous also you don't need to pay for childcare while doing your show <laughs> that's true that's true smart <laughs> that was an animal it would be animal cruelty <laughs> luckily it was a baby <laughs> <laughs> so it was all fine <laughs> uh, so Ickle and alex the two of you step into the front of the peacock's tail in um you can see that uh the front area is very quiet save for the squeaking of a dish rag against the inside of a tankard as a half elf behind the bar kind of cleans up half-heartedly uh and you can also hear muffled voices from the play going on in the next room 
as you step in, the uh, half-elf behind the bar looks up and goes, I am sorry you are late for the performance. What is everyone French in this adventure? <laughs> we can be French if we want to. Uh, okay. <laughs> is it okay. a French theater? I feel like we should have known if it was a French theater. You have a, you have a French accent also. You just mumble in it. I am true. I'm not even here. I'm just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Pedantic ghost. I'm so confused. <laughs> should we get a drink? Wow, that's such a good idea, Ickle. I think we should get a drink. And I should, we'll go to the, yeah, go to the I should can... roll my constitution. <laughs> you're wow, you're really hitting it a bit hard there, Ickle. Uh, we've got a yeah, job. What to are do. you drinking? She that just you need hangs to roll her head over the bar and opens the tap like, ah. <laughs> Nadine, I love your enthusiasm, but please don't uh, encourage the dungeon master to make you do rolls if you don't need to. Hey, Nadine, you're helping <laughs> a constitution saving. No! no! So saving throws are really fun. So it means that you're trying to resist a harmful effect. So if you take a look at your skills box, above that should be your saving throw modified. No! I don't believe rangers get any bonuses or proficiencies to constitution save, so just roll the d20 and then add the modifier next to your constitution saving throw. Which I might add is minus one. <laughs> Nadine, yes. I rolled an eight. Oh. <laughs> so what are we then? We're, it was seven. Yep. Yeah. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. You down like three thimbles of weak beer and you're like absolutely gazeboed. Ra! Where are you, Ra? I can't see you. Ra's right there. Ra also has drunk a little me. bit of beer. <laughs> I'm going to speak to the half elf bar, bar, bar person. Yeah. And 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 say, oui, oui. Yes, wow, my, my colleague seems to have a bit too much. It's graduation night after all. You can't blame us for having a, a drink or a drink. Um, <laughs> uh, sure. I'm going to say, um, uh, well, uh, how, how's the play going this evening? It's one of my favorites. Twelve babies and nothing else, I believe it's called. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, you may have been correct previously, but uh, the twelve baby review was actually put off at the last minute. You must have heard of the exciting occurrences at the Clara Scholastica. The figure falling through the celestial vines right into the center of a ballroom. So all the babies had to go and tend that event? <laughs> no, there are no <laughs> babies employed here. Uh, but Aranduin has people his, uh, penned his own uh, fantastical version of events. Uh, does a musical oh. comedy musical, you know? Yeah, musical comedy. We want no way. Oh. I cool. want to sing in. What makes it a double musical? A musical comedy musical? There's twice as much music as there is laughing. Well, that would make sense. I'm, I'm, I'm sad I asked. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in I'm gonna lean into the, the uh, into into the half elf. Not the half elf leads in as well. Oh. For those of you new to the show, in episode one, in the Scarus Colastica, there was a, an unknown being that fell through the ceiling that our heroes, Kataya, Barchi, Gwathrin, and Sally were all present for. I wonder if they're involved in the play. Maybe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the uh, the bar person. Um, now tell me, have you seen anything strange or unusual tonight beyond the theatrics backstage, but over on the stage? 
No, certainly not. There is very little strange that happens at the Peacock's Tail Inn that Aranduin doesn't specifically order, though. So if you wish to speak with him, you could wait until he has uh, finished his masterpiece and perhaps try to uh, implore him to sign something. I highly recommend body parts over parchment, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm glad you said masterpiece and not anything else there. Mm. Um, I... We don't do a lot of solo work here. <laughs> wow, very sensible, Alfie. <clears throat> um, <laughs> oh, merci, merci beaucoup. Are you, Madame? Are you quite all right? You are looking pallid and full of beer. Me? Who, who are you? Again? Okay, all right. It's <laughs> okay, Ickle. Uh, you, you just you just take a load off there. That's um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, how how long until the the play plays finished or the interval? Oh, at least five hours. Oh well, okay, uh, okay, cool. Uh, if I had to speak to what's the name? Sorry, uh, Aranduin. Aranduin. Uh, if I had to speak to Aranduin uh, rather urgently, how would I get a hold of them? Oh, well, I'm afraid that the, uh, the dressing rooms are only accessible from the audience or from uh, the far side of the wings. Well, so unless you have any way to climb through the rigging and past <laughs> the lamps on the stage itself, I'm afraid you will have to wait. Uh, here. I'm going to go to the dressing room, please. <laughs> okay, the only way to access the dressing rooms is by climbing the rig above the uh, stage. There is no backstage corridor. My athletics are quite high. <laughs> okay, so as you are, uh, you guys have discovered this, and I, I presume, Alex, that you have concluded that is the best way to go uh, to rejoin I, Mumbles. I was gonna go into the stage theatre and try and make my way onto the stage <laughs> to get to get there, like I'm part of the show. Uh huh. Okay, you could try that. Uh, the the half elf behind the bar says, "Oh, uh, Monsieur, uh, my apologies. Oh, Madame, my apologies. Um, uh, just to uh, just to let you know, it is uh, one hundred gold pieces for a ticket. It is a masterpiece, after all." Do I have a hundred gold pieces, Vicky? No. Do I? Ha I'm going to try and persuade them to letting me in free. I'm going to say, "Well, I myself am an artiste, and uh, this would be much beneficial to my education. Can I not just pop my head in at the back for five minutes?" All right, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. What about me? Um, 14. 14. Uh, they say... Just a little uh, peek is all I'm asking. All right, but if you are not out in five minutes, then I will be calling the real gardeners. Wow, excuse, excuse me, I'm not going to take that as an insult because you've said yes, but I will remember it. Four minutes, 55 seconds. Off Four I minutes, go. 45 I'm going to go through and... Um, Do you bring Ickle with you? Yes. Lovely. I'm going to pretend we're both part of the show uh, okay. and, and try and get onto the stage and, in, and up the rigging. Okay. All What's right. going like on that. on stage? What's going on? On what is currently going on on stage uh, is, is it a, a musical number. It's a musical number. Of course, it is. Odds are because it's 66 percent. Yeah, <laughs> it's way more likely to be one. Uh, it actually seems to be um, a big, grand, dramatic ballroom scene. Uh, there are dancers twirling around, uh, doing kicks and spins that are far too dramatic for uh, the limited space up in this pub theatre um, and there seem to be uh, four central figures 
there is a uh, man with a very, very long golden wig. Uh, he is a human man um, uh, in uh, armor that is clearly painted gold. Uh, there is a tabaxi uh, with very, very long, luscious, dark hair, um, wearing what is clearly an adapted bedsheet instead of uh, usual um, kind of white flowing armor. Wow. Um, there is a <laughs> uh, there is a very, very beautiful looking elven woman, um, but it's hard to tell that she's beautiful because every five seconds she seems to be switching. Um, uh, she, she seems to be um, kind of switching outfits to don more and more fruit on her dress. Uh, <laughs> so hey, sort of who says in this fruit game. makes you ugly? How dare nobody, you? Nobody, but it's hard to no. see her face because she's wrestling with an entire um, like petticoat full of strawberries uh, and finally there is a large orcish man in a very small gardener's robe <laughs> so good what so are they good. doing how small uh, they are currently doing possibly their what looks to be their 800th box step of the evening um, all snapping in time and uh, singing uh, Clara Scholastica and all being very amazed by the, the beauty and splendour uh, of it, of it all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and, I'm gonna try and pick up the lyrics as I go, and I'm gonna grab Ickle Pickle, which I hope they go with me with this, and uh, like do the steps and dance down the aisle towards <laughs> the stage, and like, it's like we're, part, we're meant, it's immersive theatre now. Incredible, <laughs> incredible. As, uh, uh, why don't you go ahead and make me a uh, performance check? Oh. I was hoping it, I was hoping it would be a performance check. You have to do mine. No. That is no, a natural right. one, baby. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, Ickle Pickle, it seems like you might need to do a performance check. Um, Go ahead and I'm roll not performance. Good at performance. And uh, you do it at this Am I, am I, ho oh, am I rolling D20? Yep, so you roll a D20 and then you add your oh, performance okay. modifier. I think it's okay because I've got two on performance and I've rolled a 15, so we're at 17. We're, I've sobered good. up a bit and we're actually, actually really enjoying it. Or yeah. you're at that level of drunk where you're really good at everything. Like dancing. Exactly. Look at me dance. <laughs> I'm tripping over. I'm all over the shop. I'm a professional You guys, mostly thanks to Ickle Pickle, uh, managed to dance up onto the stage where if you get just a brief glimpse to your right, uh, you can see um, Mumbles uh, and the door opens behind Mumbles and uh, Jakey steps through. Jakey, your uh, identify spell has revealed that Bertram was under the influence of no spells whatsoever. Oh. He doesn't seem to have any enchantments apart from the um, the usual kind of Summer's Halfling magic running through his veins, uh, which enables Summer's Halflings to, to cast some cantrips um, in a way that other halflings can't. Um, apart from that, no enchantments. He's not been cursed or anything like that. Okay, look, uh, I'm sorry for wasting your time, all right, buddy? But hey, uh, all, all I want to say is that in order to do a good job of investigation, we got to make sure what hasn't happened to insult and to deduce, you know, what has happened. That's what we were taught at the Gatner School, all right? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. No worries. So, um... So look. You, yeah. you rest tight or you come with me. I think I'm going to go join my comrades over next door at the pub. Sure. Uh, I might stay here in case, I don't know, my baby girl baby finds her way home. Back. I get it. I get yeah. it. Hey, forget about it. Hey, it's all, all right. good. Your baby might come back. Who knows? Maybe it just crawled off. You don't know. <laughs> but we don't know it was kidnapped. Let's not assume the worst. I mean, I'm I did go see a shadow out. kind of... Okay, all right, you have... Oh, fun. the shadow, yeah, of course, yeah. the shadow. Uh, anything else you can tell me about the shadow? Just Apart really search shadow, your no mind. 
search those your footprints that your mate found those ones that stank of sewage uh, ah. where were they leading to the footprints uh can i follow them out the window out. yeah absolutely you can follow them out of the window and you can follow them to the stage door of the peacock's the tail door. okay in. that's what i'm gonna do I feel like All everything right, is stuff. pointing to the stage door, isn't it? <laughs> you step in, uh, and you can see on stage Alex and Ickle Pickle having a wonderful time. Oh, uh, unpronounceable Alex is is really fucking this choreo up like me in every single dance. Um, but Ickle Pickle, for her size, is an incredible dancer. Um, not that short people are worse at dancing, it's just difficult to dance with someone relatively tall. Um, so I always knew. I it. always knew I loved that woman. But here, I've never seen her dance before, and here she is, sealing the deal. Which woman are you talking about? Ickle Pickle. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> oh. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, uh, are they like making moves towards the uh, rig? They're moving over say? towards the dressing rooms. Yeah, okay, uh, you can also like, see oh. Mumbles in front of you, uh, who is looking, uh, kind of assessingly as a way to get over to the dressing rooms as well. I'm going to go catch up with Mumbles and, and meet the other two at the path. You've been climbing. Of course you have. So you spy Mumbles as he climbs up into the rigging. Mumbles, please make me an athletics check as sure. you climb up into the uh, the lighting. Natural ring. 20, baby. Yeah. <laughs> My athletics are high. I've got a plus four to athletics. <laughs> uh, I've so had all you... the highs and the lows. I've rolled a natural one. I've rolled a natural 20. I've kicked a father. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> These are the three D&D experiences. <laughs> Distrust NPC very severely. <laughs> roll natural one, roll natural 20. Axe anything you want. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so you manage to, uh, you get your hand on kind of like a pulley um, and uh, you kick the sandbag out of the way uh, and you manage to hold on as it just... Ooh, can I, I grab onto that? So with yeah? my maul... Um, yes. Whatever that I, I believe it's a big hammer just because I feel I want it to be a bigger part of my character. Of course you so, can. <laughs> I'm you, going to you hook your clutch it on this. either side and I'd like to ideally, if possible, if there's any form of zip wire going on, I'd like to zip wire using my <laughs> maul. With a natural 20, you can, of course, zip wire across the rigging. Can people uh, clap me because they think it's part of the performance? Yeah. Oh, of course, of course they can. Are you kidding me? Of course. Uh, Jakey also clings on to you with a natural 20 you can keep hold of him everybody goes ooh ah and the actors all think simultaneously it's for them uh, <laughs> Alex is also pretty convinced it's for her uh, but Ickel and Ra manage to uh, dance you over the, uh, in front of the entrance to the dressing rooms just as you land perfectly um, you turn to hear a big loud thump uh, and you can see that a uh, heavy sandbag painted green and covered in kind of silvery armor that clump, uh, uh, has tumbled and been thrown onto the stage from this rigging. Uh, and the the music suddenly stops. And then another musical number begins. <laughs> uh, you can make it into the, uh, the corridor with the dressing rooms. Uh, most of them seem locked except the one at the end um, from which uh, there comes sort of a, a quiet humming uh, and the sound of a lute. Ooh. Pretty beautiful lute. Uh, I, like, I like that music. Can I look around for any muddy footprints? Of course you can. Go ahead and roll oh, an uh, investigation. I cannot see any muddy footprints. Okay. 
<laughs> uh, you're still on the high of having ziplined across an active I'm just state. playing with my more. I'm like, oh, well, can I throw oh, a little help? Oh. Can I look for? Can I help too? Seeing as I'm with her and I, I've just you literally look been well, looking yeah. at muddy footprints. Yeah, as well. Well. go for it. I'm gonna try and learn the lute's melody and play it on my own lute. Ooh, <laughs> go ahead and roll a performance check. That's a thirty twenty. Oh, very nice. Resolve Jakey's first. So, Jakey, you can see these very, very small footprints. You use your nose more than your eyes for this because they seem to stick to the shadows. These kind of um, uh, kind hey, of mumbles. I'm taking shadows. a leaf out of your book, okay? You you follow... uh, sniff the ground. You sniff it, and you find that there are um, kind of these sewage stinking footprints leading to this uh, the uh, dressing room at the far end, where the loot is coming from. Yes. Are there uh, any staircases or? No, it doesn't need to be just one straight corridor. No, no trapdoors. Are the other two with us now or not? Yes, everybody's together. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, I believe we found a uh, number one suspect. Uh, my performance was ten for this. Well, you get the you get the Which fakey. I'm then going to cast minor illusion to pretend it's better because <laughs> <laughs> I can I can create a sound. Uh, I can create um. Yeah, would I be able to create the sound of the loot magically and pretend it's coming out of my loot? Yeah, absolutely. Apparently I'm a really bad bard. <laughs> you could absolutely create that noise. Uh, as the whoever is in this dressing room hears an answering tune, you hear a gasp uh, and the sound of someone leaping to their feet and playing the tune louder. Oh, I'm going to go loud. I'm going to amplify my minor illusion. I'm going to add drums to it. Like, they... sick, like a sick bass line. Like <laughs> it's wicked. It's wicked. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you um, see an elven man step out of the far dressing room um, he seems to be dressed in stylish black, grey and orange uh, in a sort of uh, hoopalon which is basically like a, a long uh, sleeved tunic um, and he's wearing a heavy dark false beard uh, he looks across you all and he says oh, fans how <laughs> flattering how wonderful you would find me in the middle of my performance Oh, how flattering. Do come in. I know, I know. You don't have to be shy anymore. And he beckons you into the dressing room. Is it Adrian? Uh, is it Ad Aranduin? Yeah, it's Radrian, definitely. Okay, nice. Uh, so you... Nice. <laughs> yeah, let's follow in. Uh, yeah, lovely. Uh, you see this dressing room is obviously way more lavish than even a backstage at a nice theatre should be. Uh, and the walls are covered in uh, like adoring letters, cards, clearly a few gifts, uh, a couple of pieces of underwear. Um, and in the middle on a couch reclines Raduin. Uh He takes out his, uh, his lute and he sets it aside and he gives you all a wink and he says, my name as I'm sure you're aware, is a Raduin Elskatea Mirovinia. Tesographia Inimia Vatanthea Herbrix Horticulturia Janis Elevandiel. Well, we can just call you a Raduin, right? <laughs> you must. I see you are not skilled in the performative arts. You have no art in your soul, no passion in your blood. That is acceptable. We take all kinds of lost, wayward, lowly souls here. If you come to drink from the fountain of my endless inspiration, then open your mouth wide, my friend. This is, well, I didn't expect a casting couch kind of a situation. 
Oh, <laughs> no, I'm afraid we're all quite cast up. I think I captured the the mood of the dramatic moment of the Clara Scholastica quite perfectly. Who does uh, Oraduin play in the show that's going on downstairs? Good question. He's wearing stylish black, grey and orange um, and a big heavy beard. And you guys would know he's playing Sir Cordor Sierra who you suspect has a greatly inflated part uh, from uh, from reality. You guys wouldn't know that. Uh, so Did Radio he also and... direct and write the show? Yes, Is it absolutely. like fully, fully vanity production? A hundred percent. You suspect this guy doesn't do anything that Can isn't I... a vanity project. Is th- Given that the tickets are a hundred gold, mm. how many people are in the audience? Mm. Is it like Edinburgh average six? Or <laughs> is it like Edinburgh actual audience of two? <laughs> it looks like it's a packed house, actually. Now, a Arajuin. Hey. What is this oh. man? <laughs> now, me and my friends here, as you can clearly tell mm. by our costume, yes. uh, we come representing the gardeners. Ah, and uh, of course, uh, one of your main characters is, of course, a gardener. We want to make sure we are properly represented <laughs> in your in your in in the proceedings that are occurring tonight. Uh, and uh, and uh, so far, what we're seeing is uh, an oversized ogre in an undersized suit and doing a few box steps. And it's kind of impressive. But, you know, I believe there were more than two or three, two or three of them present in the occasion. And they had a quite a major role to play. So um, we just want to be assured. And, and, and reassured, and then thrice more assured that uh, we are, you know, that our role is not underplayed in your play that you will be playing in this evening today. <laughs> While Talal is distracting them, may I yes, uh, is a search specifically? Good. Yeah, I was going to say while he's talking, I feel like I, want a I cigarette, can buddy, and I hold safely <laughs> safely search for a small mud-covered woman holding a baby under the of course desk you or can. something. Can I? <laughs> and make an I'm investigation gonna... check, and you can do it at advantage because right, uh, thank you. Someone is distracting. Does he take a cigarette? Oh, no, uh, no, he pulls a face. I'm going to give. Um... Uh, bardic inspiration to uh, what is that? Do I get roll, like a roll? You can roll six. a d. You can roll a d six and add it to the check. Ooh! Okay. At, at, at any point, at any point in the next ten minutes. I've How done do you inspire now. mumbles? How what do I inspire mumble? It's I, now a nineteen. I lean. I lean in and say, "You can do it." <laughs> and I hear mumble mumble that to me and go, <laughs> "Why, yes, you can." It's the first time you've heard me say words. Yeah, <laughs> so it's actually it's, really quite an inspirational like, wow, moment. Why wow, you've done so? You've done so. Well. I had language before. You assumed I only mumbled, but every so often somebody gets so close to me, I'm like, I can do it. I, I know. I believe in you, mumble. I know you can do it. Fantastic. With a 19, with that inspiring uh, inspiration, um, you managed to find the, a trail of these small footprints. They don't seem to lead to a small mud-covered woman holding a baby, but they do seem to lead behind a series of curtains to a small section of the floor. You would know that this whole thing is still on the ground floor, this whole inn, um, and you can see tactfully and tastefully covered with an ostentatious rug uh, is a metal... It's what, sorry? A trapdoor. A trapdoor, exactly. I wow. knew it. I knew it. I'm going to um, whip off the rug the way that um, magicians whip off like the tablecloth from under loads of... I'm actually going to put something on top of the rug and then whip it off because I feel yeah. it would be more yeah, impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very impressive. Is you there any like glassware, like a big, like a big tray of 
Really what can I smash? Fine, of course. Crystal, crystal of course. There's actually a broken music box in here. Oh, <laughs> can I roll? Can I roll to see if I can with the rug? Roll, roll a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. I have none of that. Oh, but I rolled quite well. Oh, that's good. Um, I rolled a fifteen. <laughs> you fix a second music box. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with it out side quest. It's a side quest to fix three music boxes. <laughs> yeah. And then you get some uh, achievement points. <laughs> uh, you whip the uh, the rug out of the way, and it seems like this trapdoor is strangely circular. Uh, you can also smell now that the rug is clear that this has a very similar stench of sewage. Oh. Uh, I, I agree, Mumble. That distinct <laughs> smell of sewage is really wafting up oh, my oh, delicate oh, nose. Oh, oh, oh. Who's going down? <laughs> oh, somebody going down back there. <laughs> I think someone uh, should go down. I'm going to go I agree. down. We should all go down. I'm but, uh, going to go <laughs> down party. immediately. I'm not going to consult anyone about it <laughs> because I am Mumble Grumbles. I'm going to cast, um, I'm going to grab the music box and cast light on it Ooh. Um, so that it sheds a light into this no doubt dark underground place that we are going nice to. wonderful um so you lift this trapdoor um and uh meanwhile um is there jakey is there anything specific that you'd like to say to a when you see your friends one by one disappear uh, into these curtains behind him but he oh. seems utterly fixated on speaking with you about um all of the just nonsensical melodramatic things he's done to work on his muse as Sir Cordo Sierra he's like drunk wine for an entire week and he just like stared at a horse in the face for an hour uh, Cordo Sierra what was his what was his position in was he was he... Archie's rival, so he's a uh, uh, oh, of course, fellow. Um, he's the one he was jousting against, right? At the start. I, I, I'll just be saying to him, like, uh, you know, as you notice, you know, pointing at my uniform, I'm like, as you notice, you know, we have three stripes here, not not the two that I saw I on the see. stage, you yes. see, and yes, uh, these see. represent, you know, the years in service. Uh, and uh, as you know, Gwathryn, of course, has had many, many years, so his his costume was almost entirely covered in stripes sorry to add to the canon is that so <laughs> i'm making up bullshit I, I, I'm, I'm gonna lean in a bit and be like well i believe there was a character called katayeb in this uh, whole situation as well and i i, I believe they had no hair uh, <laughs> hey, I, from hey I get hear. back in the hole get back in the fucking hole i'm distracting me people over here i'm gonna distract people over here somewhere in the midst of the sea of etienne regia uh, Katar Khan and <laughs> loses Gwathryn all of his hair. Just, just like look at each other for a moment. There's a moment of animosity, and they don't know why. And then they go back safely to napping. Uh, so as you guys calm down, uh, Jakey, how would you like to excuse yourselves? Uh, uh, I'll be like, um, you know what? You know what? You put on a fine show. You put on a really fine show, my friend. Oh, thank you. And um, I, 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 it's not my place to give you advice. Oh. Not my place at all. Well, but, uh, you have to finally notice it. Okay, well, I was being modest, to be honest, you know, if, I was, if anything... Modesty has no place in the city of Summers. I can see that sparkle in your eye, young man. You needn't criticise others just because you are unfulfilled in your own romantic life. I would strongly recommend that you take the initiative, be confident, woo the lass or lad that you wish to pursue. And if you feel like this feeling is not reciprocated, move on with your life. Life is too short and I have a lot of life. What's that? I think I heard someone mess up their line on stage. <gasps> what? He runs out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ooh, I'm a pro, and I <laughs> dive down the hole following my friends. <laughs> Lovely. All right. 
so you all clamber down. Uh, this uh, tunnel um, is pitch black and very slippery. Um, I've lit. I've lit. Ah, yes, except for your uh, your lit music box. The music is lit. Um, uh, would you all like to make me an athletics check to see if you can climb down this very long, slippery tunnel uh, on this ladder that's slippery and old? I don't want to, thank you. Okay, well, um, sometimes we have to, in life, do things we don't want to do, Dan. Oh. Okay. I rolled a nat one. Oh, I rolled a 16. Yay! All right, I rolled a nice. natural 20. I want the dice that I don't normally use. I got, I got, I got a total of fifteen despite being. Sh- and I've got a plus four. All right. And I'm and also not Jake? frightened of anything. No, no. I rolled a nat one. Nat one. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Can I catch him in my arms tenderly with a natural twenty. Okay, so this is what happens. Uh, you shut the trap door above you, but you are really miffed about what this guy was saying. How dare he try and advise you on your personal life, Jakey? Yeah. Uh, that's just so obnoxious. And anyway, it's not like you even like her, so whatever. Um, and uh, as you clamber down in this anger, your foot slips and you begin to tumble. You go, ah, and then... Mumbles manage to, manages to catch you at the back of your robes uh, and you dangle just above uh, the floor. I wish to, to bounce him like a baby. You can bounce him like a baby. I'm you've been, you've like been watching that play, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you all manage to just about make it down. There are a couple of slips and slides along the way. This is a 50-foot tunnel, by the way. Um, but you, uh, you That's a lot of falling damage, down. Mickey. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we send Ra ahead and see if there's anything up ahead? You absolutely can. That's a really great idea, Ickle. I've always thought you're the smartest, the smartest one among us all. I know. Thanks. <laughs> That's why I love you, baby. Ah, uh, I didn't say nothing. Let's keep going. What's he on the boat? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna grab, I'm gonna grab, um, uh, um, Jacob, Jakey, and, and take and take him to one side and be like. What's going on? What was that about, man? Hey, man. Look, uh, I don't know. I always try to play it cool. I'm always trying uh, to be the cool guy, but... Uh, yeah, you try to play it cool, you don't come across cool. We've discussed this before in, in, in Gardner School. had enough. I know, I know. I, I should be... Be cool, Jakey. Just be honest be cool. with your feelings, man. That's it. That's the cool thing. to do. Be honest with her. Talk to her. See what happens. Hey, meanwhile, forget about it. Forget about it. Meanwhile, I didn't say nothing, okay? Forget about it. You, you don't sh- tell sh- nobody. Shush your mouth. I shush my mouth. I light a cigarette. <laughs> it's a terrible mistake in this tunnel full of methane. Oh no! <laughs> what are you doing? Put that out! Are we going to roll a constitution saving throw for an explosion? You're you're absolutely fine. Meanwhile, Ickle, uh, you are uh, wanting to send Ra about to take a look about, right? Go on. Go. Right, fantastic. Uh, would you like to make a perception check on Ra's behalf? Okie dokie. Where are you? Oh, it's the wrong computer. Uh, the wrong uh, scroll. <laughs> <laughs> right, perception. Where are you? It's plus three, and I've rolled a, I've rolled a nine. All 12. right. Okay. All right. Uh, that's not too bad. Um, it's quite hard for Ra to fly down here, but uh, he does his best. She does her best. Um, she flaps round uh, the corner to your left after a few moments and then uh, flaps back screeching. Um, 
and uh, it's kind of huddles down on your shoulder. What is it? I can't understand you. <laughs> for the first slide the subtitles, uh, that will be translated. Uh, but for my players at the moment, it must be immersive. Um, so uh, you get the impression that whatever Ra has seen, it is frightening and bad. Come back, come oh, back, no. come back. I'm not sure. Should we keep well, going? Well, whatever, whatever it is, we'll face it together. I do believe in that. Yeah, I'm brave, I'm brave. Okay, let's keep going then. Remember your gardener training. We will be able to take whatever comes at us. So as you... As you trek through the sewers, they smell, well, like sewers. Uh, aside from the uh, music box that you're holding, um, unpronounceable Alex, uh, down here it is completely pitch black and the churning mud and waste comes up to your ankles or a good way up uh, Jakey and Ickle's legs. Uh, the city's natural verdance has influenced down here too with kind of these twisting creepers and pale roots tangling across the walls and into the sludge and very distantly you can hear the chittering and skittering of rats. For for all of you, having spent so long in the city uh, whose sunlight orb simply kind of dims at night, it just kind of goes sort of bluish, this might be the first time you're in proper, complete darkness apart from this light. Um, as you round the corner, you spot uh something just leaning against the uh the side of the wall maybe a bit further in looks like someone actually they look kind of human sized uh in sort of dim armor relaxing against the curved wall are they holding a baby no they're not do they have muddy feet uh you have to get closer to tell i'm going to get closer to tell Okay, so the the closer that you get, uh this looks like a fairly human man. Uh he looks like he's asleep. And as you get closer, you can tell that the uh, the kind of mud and waste goes up to his ankles as well. But also as you step closer, you spot tiny cuts all over his neck and his face and the bloodless colour of his pallid, blue-tinged skin. As you lean closer to inspect, something reaches out to grab at you. And that is where we are going to take our break. Hello again. Oh, spooky music. Get away, get away. Fade out gently. Okay. I uh, hope you're enjoying this one-shot gardener mystery adventure. Um, thanks so much for listening, and thank you to Nadine Wild Palmer for joining us in this episode. Um, she is a fantastic author, actor, voiceover artist, and she does a lot of great children's uh, stories and books and she can be found on instagram at nadine wild palm go and follow her and give her some love and tell her how much you enjoyed her on this show today um what else oh okay bit of news so um yes you haven't heard from us in a while uh we are currently recording arc five which is the final arc of our main adventure starring katayeb and archie and sally and of course, our um, masterful dungeon master, Vicky Hawley. And uh, so we are currently recording those. I'm editing up a nice um, podcast version. 
and that will be coming out into the podcast feed very soon so maybe we'll get one or two more bonus episodes before that starts coming out but maybe take this opportunity to go back and listen to some of your favorite episodes and uh you know catch up with the story i'm sorry it's been so long i don't know if you'd noticed it's been a crazy year or two hasn't it guys but thanks so much for listening to this and if you're enjoying the show please rate and review on whichever podcast app you use to listen and uh tell your friends about the show and of course whenever we record live on the on the stream you can join us there and tickle us in the chat uh, that goes out on twitch.tv forward slash Vicky's World RPG. And um, by the way, when we finish Arc 5, we're going to move into some new stuff uh, over the year. So do subscribe to our Twitch channel, which is Vicky's World RPG. And uh, keep an eye out for whenever we go live. There's going to be some exciting stuff happening there. Finally, of course, you can go to our ko-fi, ko-fi.com forward slash Vicky's World RPG to drop us some uh, money, you know, buy us a coffee, uh, go to the shop buy a phone background something like that okay i hear the creepy music coming back and that means it's about to whoa that means the show's about to start again so let's get back to our mystery shall we let's see what these gardeners get up to enjoy okay all right God. bye all right well, in that case, guys, let's leap right back into the action. Everybody, roll initiative. Oh, shit. Nat 20. Nice. What's the total? 22. 22. Fantastic. 12, please. 12. Lovely stuff. What is your dexterity modifier? Ah, uh, zero. Zero. Lovely stuff. I still haven't found it. It's next right. to your, your armor class is 14, and next to it is your initiative. I think it's plus oh. three, Nadine. Oh, it's plus three. Thank you. Plus three, lovely and stuff. it's uh, a 14, so 17. 17. Ooh, very Mine's good. Mine's a nine total. Well, in that case, let us kick off. Alex, you are top of the initiative order. What do you want to do? Something has grabbed your friend. Where, where from? What can I see with the light and my dark vision? So there is, uh, there is this corpse slumped against the wall. Oh, that's a good point. This thing gets a surprise round on you, Mumble. Oh, Sorry. So this oh, one goes fuck. first. Yeah, what? Uh, so it, um, uh, this corpse is sort of slumped against the wall, and it seems like this uh, tendril, uh, tentacle thing with like a, a a hand on the end covered in teeth, literally covered in teeth, has suckered itself uh, to Mumble's throat, uh, or at least it's going to try to. Uh, so Mumbles, what is your armor class, please? 18. 18, okay, so the first uh, grab of this tentacle uh, misses and you kind of scramble backwards. The second grab misses. Uh, this thing is going to use an ability it has called Aberrant Quickness, which means it gets to take an extra action. So it's gonna try two more times to attack you. That first one is a natural 20. Oh, shit. Uh, mm, delicious, delicious, delicious. Please take, uh, that's going to be seven points of bludgeoning damage. I'm okay with that. Plus three, <laughs> plus three points of piercing damage. Cool. And you really are an animal. You are grappled. 
so you are restrained until this grapple ends. Um, and uh, this, because this attack was a critical hit, uh, you also can't breathe or speak as this tentacle <laughs> wraps oh no, around your face. Oh no, what a Rumbles can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> this is honestly perfect. However, I hope he enjoys not breathing. Um, for its next tentacle attack, hmm, who would have been in second place, do we reckon? Who would have been up next to Mumbles? I reckon, yeah, I, I think that or, makes sense. Or Rickle Pickle, if you think you can. I think I would because it yeah. says here that I have an advantage against being frightened. That's true. That's true. You're so that brave. means that if somebody kind of tries to magically enchant you to be frightened, then you get to roll two d twenties and take the higher result. Uh, but you can definitely interpret that as being, as many halflings do, uh, as being very brave. So you could absolutely be right up there at the front. That's cool. I, I also had my chat with Jake, so we're last down. That's true. That makes a lot of sense. In that case, Ickle yeah. Pickle. Uh, I, just, I don't know how to... I don't know... How, uh, hey, forget about it. Forget about I just don't know how to tell her. I love it. No, I just love her. But I don't know how to tell her. Oh my God, what's happening over there? Well, I don't know, Jake. So, Nadine, I'm going to need to know where your armor class is. It should be in the shield at the top of your... It's the number 14. The number 14. All right. So, if this thing hypothetically rolled a... So, no. It's going to be a 24 to hit. That's going to hit you, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, this tendril uh, whaps out towards you. Uh, the second tendril. The first one is over Mumble's face, uh, face and the second one grabs for you. Uh, you are going to take uh, four points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, jeez. Plus another two points of piercing damage. So six damage total. You don't need to worry about the damage types. You don't have any resistances. Uh, so you are going to take six points of damage total. Uh, you are also grappled, which means this thing has you in its grasp. Uh, you're also restrained. Basically, those things mean you can't move um, as you're grabbed in for, the, for, for ease of use. Uh, so the two of you are grabbed by this thing. Whatever it is, it's grappling you. We can't see where they're coming from, these tendrils. Uh, they seem to be coming, snaking out from behind this dead corpse. Uh, which, as it as these tentacles move, uh, its head kind of flops forward onto its chest, uh, and it kind of slides down the wall limply. Uh, Alex, as we begin initiative, what would you like to do? Uh, am I within sixty feet of this creature? You definitely are. I am going to cast dissonant whispers. Ooh, tell me about dissonant whispers. I can whisper a discordant melody that only one creature within range can hear. It racks it with terrible pain. It must make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. My right. wisdom save is 13. It rolled a 11. Woo! Yeah, baby. Yes! Right. Very well done. So All it right. fails. It takes 3d6 psychic damage. Roll those d6s. Uh, I rolled a 5 and a 4 and a 2, which is 11. 11. It must also use its movement as far as it allows. Uh, to get as far away from me as possible. Very, very good. Uh, All right. I, could I? I'm, I'm very happy to to do what I would have sung discordantly. Please do. Everybody, prepare as we all take three d six psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> Go on now. In, in real life. In real life. It's an perfect podcast, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Sandwiches. Get your d six ready. Uh, I'm going to. What I'm going to whisper. I really what I wanted to do. I don't know if we can. I'm going to appeal to the GM. And instead of moving, uh, getting it to move away, I want it to drop my gardener's 
instead of moving. I mean, I don't know if it can move. Maybe it can't move with them because that's strength or something. I don't know. That would be my ideal outcome. But Vicky, you're the GM. You obviously, um, you know the world. But, um, I'm going to I'm going to kind of sing semi sing um, discordantly uh, something like the goddess of summers will burn you the goddess of summers is fire something like that. Uh, that's horrible and horrifying well done Uh, I'm going to say that this thing in moving away uh, it tries desperately to pull both of them uh, into the wall with it Uh, and I'm going to make a roll to decide which one of them it manages to keep a grapple on thank you it manages to keep a grapple on mumbles Ickle you are you are dropped into the the sewage and the muck but you are free and ra ah, screeches triumphantly. Uh, meanwhile, Mumbles, you are dragged into this sort of side tunnel um, that this uh, this corpse was propped up against. Um, you are you are quite chunky. You are a dwarf, so it takes a bit of time. It can probably dragging you. It can probably only move about fifteen feet. Um, but it scrambles out of the way because it's moving away from you, Ickle. If you'd like, you can do something called an attack of opportunity. So this means basically, as something's moving out of your range, your melee range, uh, you can just slash out it with a dagger if you'd like. So if you've got Is any they... melee weapons, like a dagger or a rapier, I've got a short sword. Fantastic! You can attack with that. So go ahead and roll a d twenty, and then add the. The number next to your short sword, which should be a your to hit modifier. I'm coming, Mumble. We've got a 14. A 14. 14. That... And then we've got with the short sword and the five is a 19. Good, because a 14 would not have hit, but a 19 definitely does. Yes. Why don't you go ahead yes. and roll it your goes. short sword damage? Uh, so next to your hit modifier, it should say uh, something like 1d8 plus 2. I rolled a 17. Uh, so you'll need to roll a different dice for this one. So oh, next to your next to your modifier for your short sword, it should say something like one d eight plus two. One six plus uh plus three. Perfect. All right. So what you need to do is roll a d six. That's a six sided dice. D six got it. Lovely. So I've rolled a four. Fantastic. Four plus three because you always do minimum of of four da- of three damage plus the one damage. Uh, long story short, you managed to do seven points of slashing damage to this thing. Uh, hey, Ickle, as this thing scrambles away, clutching Mumble in its grasp, why don't you tell us how you destroy it? <laughs> well, I actually get to destroy it. Yeah, absolutely. You have, you have dealt the killing blow. Oh my goodness! So basically, what happened? So am I, can I can I tell um, Jakey and Alex, uh, unpronounceable Alex, or am I telling everyone? Uh, tell everybody. Okay. This is your chance to narrate how cool your character. Is. Oh, it's just such a moment for me. So basically, <laughs> as this ugly, awful creature was dragging Mumble away into this dark passage, I had this flash of wisdom and inspiration and I pulled my short sword out and I slashed at it and I was slashing at the tentacles and I was saying no and Ra was coming out from overhead and going Ra, Ra, Ra and we were just there in the moment slashing it up and it was going no, well it wasn't saying anything because it couldn't speak but you know it was flapping around and Mumble just dropped to the ground and I just gave it one line really big slash and it scoobled away and just sort of flopped in the shit so uh alex do you do you see now do you do you see what i'm seeing uh, well, I, I, I get i get it man hey man i get it i get it but for, 
gotta forget about it while we're on this okay, mission. Yeah, I'll try my best to forget about, about it. Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it later. You know, talk about it later. It's not the time, I know. It's not the time for romance. I know that. Why, why, Ickle, you did such a good job there. I, I was terrified for poor Mumble's life, but you absolutely showed that monster uh, who who could uh, who could kill it, and that 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 would be you who killed the monster. You, you don't understand you. what I'm saying. Yeah, Thank I guess you. It was, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it was okay. Yeah, I hey, JQ, it was really time. good. You know, it was. You're going to dream about times when you've done something like that. Yes, yeah, slashing a sword. You know, swords, they kill I'm, people. I'm going to go up to Mumble and, and help Mumble. No, I'm, I'm going to help Mumble onto all fours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's upright this whole time. Yeah, it's felt weird. Like it. I'm going to push Mumble down. I uh, pull onto all fours and I go, Mom. How, how, are, you quite, are you quite injured, Mumble? Uh, Mumble, I, mean, I, I can't help but see you took some uh, some damage there. You, you look a little, you look a little even worse for wear than usual. <laughs> how, how damaged are you? Could you do with the. I'm pretty damaged, yeah, but I feel like my character was shrugging off. He'd be like, ah, nah, I'm so close to dying. Okay. Cool. I, then I won't, then I will not heal you. Cool. <laughs> All right. So if you'd like, you can continue on down this sewage laden sewer. Hey, what Ickle. a nice. How you doing, Nico? You, you feeling okay? I'm feeling really good because I know that tomorrow I am going to be a gardener. After what I've performed tonight, I just know. I just know. I've got it in me. I really hope uh, they're not going to be mad at us leaving our post. You know, I, I feel like this is a worthy cause. Let's let's find out. Let's find this baby, huh? Let's let's just let's go find, find this baby. Baby, let's find it. But what I was getting at is how how hurt are you? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, I hadn't actually checked. I, I'm a bit sore, quite bruises, bleeding a little bit, but. You know, I'll be fine. If I'd have taken the beating you'd have taken, I'd literally be dead by now. So I just want to make sure you're okay. I'd be mechanically and mathematically dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, I'll rest up tomorrow. I just wanna, I just wanna get the baby back now, and you know, feel like who wants to die without any scars? That's what my friend says. Hey, uh, Alex, is there anything you can do to help uh, Ickle Pickle over here? Why, it would be my absolute pleasure. Ickle, did you, did, did, I, 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 I took a blow. In all of the excitement, I, I didn't see you get hurt. I'm, I'm terrified. I can't no. move my left arm at all. Well, so, <laughs> is but, that normal or do you? No, no, it's yeah. com no, that's not normal. I, I, do you, do you like this as an improvement? Aren't you? No, it we take don't. like seven damage, right? Yeah. You, you took seven damage. It's pretty I bad. also yeah. can't hear in my left ear. I took 10 damage. I'm pretty much dead, but yeah, I'm still but shrugging off. I'm like, oh, I... you're gargable. Oh, I've already cast one of my spell slots. I only have one more spell slot left for healing. Um, but I mean, I can do that. Uh, does anyone have any potions? Do we take well, let's any wait. Shall we wait till someone's down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay, all right. Okay. Let's well, I, I, when we need to, we'll, we'll help each other out. As we sometimes say in, in uh, at the temple, uh, you know... Uh, we only rescue the, Sorry, no, I can't the... hear you in that ear. Can you go oh, to the other sorry, side? I'm going to come around <laughs> the other side and, and say this again. <laughs> what did you say again? As we say in the... And I, hilariously, I think um, Ickle uh, turns to one side. I go around the other side, so I'm still at the left ear. Yep, and we, we, we do this for about 25 hours. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> the baby uh, is Our dead. viewers chew in for the farcical nature of this. <laughs> it's 
pantomime. It's D and D pantomime. Oh no, it isn't. No. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> Roll a D twenty to convince the GM it is. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we should press on, and uh, if we need to help each other out as we go, we, we will. But uh, let's save that for when we need to. Yeah, I'll just drag my leg behind me. It's fine. Uh, Ra will help you Ra will kind of uh, close his beak around your knee pad and just kind of flap frantically every time you have to take a step Uh, so as you guys press on along uh, this kind of um, oh this fetid sewer let's be real Um, could could we search the corpse before we go though you absolutely can oh my goodness roll an investigation check uh, yes. Uh, anybody helping me out looking at the corpse? Cor- yeah, it's... I'll sniff it. Well, oh, good idea. Yeah, nice. Um, can I roll with advantage then? You absolutely can. Uh, well, I rolled a nine and an eight. Uh, investigation <laughs> to- to- total of ten. But like... My nose okay. is broken, so I feel like my <laughs> senses are not as helpful as they once were. It's, it's kind of rough to search pockets with Mumble, like bleeding, nose bleeding oh. all over. <laughs> but you manage to find um, various things. You take a look uh, across this uh, this body. First of all, it seems to have been a, uh, a a member of like a minor noble family. Essentially, you think perhaps even the Sierras, uh, one of their kind of young soldiers or something um or they're kind of a uh, younger recruits um so uh they they seem to have come down either as a result of being stuffed down here or to adventure um but it's reassuring to you that you not only find a pouch uh full of 30 gold pieces uh and a signet ring on their little finger indicating they are indeed a member of house sierra uh, but you also managed to find uh two lesser healing potions oh i'm gonna Ooh, give yes. one 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 twickle and one to mumble is that a D4 Thanks so much. I believe it is 2D4 plus 2, but let me just... Well, the goddess provides in the most mysterious of ways. It's true. Ooh, the goddess provides as long as you loop that. Pretty much back up to full health. I got okay. one. And what was it? Plus... Uh, two. So it will be two D4s. So if you roll a D4 twice, oh. add, add them together, and then you get two hit points on top of that. Okay, I got I'm five. Good. Five, Five and then two is seven. I'm I'm back in the room. Lovely. Very how's your cool. how's that arm of yours? Can you hear me? Look in at your me left dancing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, loud oh. and clear. Loud and clear. Wow, excellent. <laughs> um, Thanks I, so I just much. I want to say, uh, I think um, your your dancing is is pretty neat. Um, that's all. Uh, I light a cigarette. <laughs> All right, Jake, Jakey, why don't you take a lead with me up here at front? And we'll, oh, okay, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll uh, press on. I think we yeah, yeah, yeah. answer you, you guys rest up. Tra- oh, we'll, we'll pick the lead. Okay. Yeah, okay. On, on the Thanks for the compliment about me dancing. It's really good. It's re- Thanks. I've been practicing. I walk on. I walk See on. what happens when you <laughs> Hey, listen, you got in touch with your feelings, and look what happens. You responded with a bit of gratitude, and it, uh, it's all developing. Yeah, I think that went kind of all right. You know, I, I, I don't think she was acting negatively no, to my. I don't uh... think it's progress. It's progress. After four years, I, you finally had a real conversation. That's the first time I've actually spoken to her, so uh, ah, I think that's pretty good. That's pro- definitely progress from not speaking for four okay, years. Okay, uh, okay. You know what I'm let's... saying? You know what I'm talking about? You, you know what? Okay, yeah, forget about it. 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 Forget about it! Forget about it! Forget about it! The camera and boom briefly move to several rats just sort of sleeping, and it's peaceful (laughs) for one beautiful moment. The world is just quiet. And then we go back. Uh, Nadine, obviously we know that Jakey is a uh, a big fan of Ickle. As a meta question, can I ask how Ickle feels about Jakey, or would you rather that was revealed through the narrative? 
Um, you can have a little bit of insight in general. Thank you. Nom nom nom, thank you. <laughs> in that Ickle has never even thought romantically about anyone. <gasps> she hasn't had that's at the moment she just wants to be a hero and she wants to be heard and she wants to get her pass her test and live in some glory that she's created for herself. So I, I think that. the narrative will gently I'm sure will gently reveal as it goes on. But right now Ickle is obliv- is quite oblivious. Although I think she's starting to notice she's starting to feel good about herself. So hmm. Hmm. very interesting. Thank you very much, Nadine. So as you all press on through these sewers, you notice first of all the water continues to get higher and higher. For those of you who are medium-sized, it's kind of up to your uh, knees and your thighs now. For the smaller members of the party, it's kind of up to your waist and your chest. You're really having to wade through this horrible mud. It seems to have been swollen by the rainstorm above this thunderstorm. As you continue on uh, down the corridor, um, you hear a very strange, very beautiful song. It's unlike any music you've ever heard before, carried only on voices, layer upon layer of mesmerising harmony, infused with melancholy and longing. You also see a small glow of light, and rounding the corner, you see a very strange sight. The sewers here seem to open up into a wide, dark chamber that goes perhaps a hundred feet up, uh, with high walls full of small entrances to dark tunnels. Suspended from some of them is a low-hanging net, which has been stuffed with pieces of blanket and rag, and even some small pelts from pigeons and mice. In the middle of this net, glowing softly, is a small halfling baby. She, she gurgles with delight as a hooded and masked figure, clinging to the net above her, shakes a rat carcass at her. You can see its hand is pale grey, and as it wiggles the carcass slightly closer to her, you see that this hand starts to wither just a little, and the the creature pulls it back. The baby holds out her chubby little hands for the rat, and the strange creature over her continues to sing in this haunting and beautiful song. You hear it echoed, echoing up through this chamber, up through all of the tunnels. What would you like to do? Can... I'm going to throw a hand axe. No, oh, no, wait. <laughs> wait, 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 no, wait, at the creature, wait, wow, can I, can I suggest something, hand axe, Every, everybody, everybody, uh, uh, shh, shh, shh. I think, uh, I think I have an idea, okay, what's your, what's your idea, Jakey, I think I have a plan, just, just follow my lead, and then I'm that's, in front. That's not a plan. That's okay. In front of everyone. <laughs> in front of everyone, I'm going to cast, but not in front of this creature that we've just approached. Um, I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself. Ooh, what I'm would you cast like to disguise it, yourself? And I'm going to become a, a Radian. A Raduin. A Raduin. Okay. <gasps> that's smart. <gasps> that's where you person whose pathway led from their room you know led from their dressing room there Good must call. be some connection with that person okay and i'm going to become a raduin and i'm going to gay i'm going to just going to so, uh, say uh, hey just 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 watch my back okay and i'm going to turn around and approach the figure as a raduin lovely all right as you approach this song slowly dies away um the uh little halfling baby kind of fusses a little bit and grumbles um as this figure looks up 
um, and kind of tilts its head towards you. I'm going to say, uh, hey, uh, yo, uh, yo, listen up. Uh, the, the interval has just begun, and I thought I'd come and check on you and make sure everything was okay here with you and the baby and the dead rat and the sewage and the shaking of the dead rat and such. <laughs> uh, perhaps uh, if there's anything I could be of assistance to, maybe now is the moment you can tell me. What's going on? <laughs> uh, the creature kind of clumbers forward on this net and peers through at you. Um, you can see above this uh, this kind of black leather mask, um, there's a pair of pearly, very glazed eyes blinking out at you. Um, and you hear this kind of whispered, muffled voice from behind this mask uh, that says, We did not think you interested. Have you changed your mind? Oh! Oh, uh, of course not. No, no, no minds have been changed over here. Um, it's simply I was wondering if maybe you, maybe perhaps you had changed your mind and, and maybe you could remind me of the, the, the deal, the quid pro quo we might have settled between us because uh, I believe uh, my contracts got a bit wet in the sewage on the way out and um, I'm not quite sure... Uh, I can't quite remember what the deal is we had here. Maybe you could reiterate. Go ahead and, and make illuminate. a deception check. Ooh. Okay. Oh, that's a minus one. Okay, so that's a 12 deception. 12. All right. They're all insight. Yeah. Okay. They squint at you and they say, We sign no contracts. Verbal, of course I meant verbal, verbal, <laughs> where I'm an actor, I don't deal with papers, I deal with the art of the word. Um, you know what I mean, you know, when I was leaving, I squished on a turd, and it splashed up into my eyeball, and uh, it kind of disorientated me, you know. I, I <laughs> As you say this, you can see popping out of the shadowy tunnels, uh, going far up this chamber, one by one, it seems like tens and tens of similarly dressed, similarly uh, kind of pearly-eyed figures poke their heads out and whispers begin. The figure kind of peers towards you and says, You refuse to give us what we asked, so we took at your advice. Do not take our treasure from us now. We live so long in darkness, cursed as we are down here. To behold the light is a beautiful thing. It ages us, but we seek it still. As we explained to you before, to behold beauty when your world is darkness is the utmost pleasure. So we will keep the child, unless you wish to go back on what we asked you. And the season ticket to the plays, that's really, you don't want to take that. That's beauty. If you ask me, that's real beauty, what we do down there. And uh, when you talk about light, you can take you can take light with you. You do know that, right? Light can c travel with you. And I pull out a lighter and I light a cigarette. It can also travel of, with you. Also, one of the plays is entirely a cast of babies. And then I'm going to cast... Firebolt at, oh! the, uh, at the top of the net and try and kind of release the net so the baby can can drop down and we can free it. I'm going to aim a firebolt. All right. A surprise attack, hopefully, at the top of the net, the bindings of the net at the top. Go ahead and roll. Uh, yeah, roll to hit with your firebolt. 
Fuck off, natural one. Fuck natural off. one. You do hit it's the net. It's a surprise attack. Do I get an advantage? Uh, but you do hit the net, and it does catch fire, and it dumps the baby right in this fast-flowing sewage I mentioned. Oh, oh. What I do you want to do? The baby. <laughs> I dropped the baby! I what dive into thinking? the sewage! I dive Mumbles. into the sewage! I would Mumbles. like to do an athletics check to see how well I swim in sewage, please. Please, by all means, do an athletics check to swim in the sewage, and then I'm going to need you to make an investigation check to see if you can find a baby I'm in a sewer. Okay, 19. I've got a 19 for the athletics check. I can, I believe I can swim in sewage, and then I've got to find the baby. Uh, yes. I'm giving you a, a bardic inspiration for that. Okay, fantastic. So, and that's an investigation check, and I'm going to also use bardic inspiration, and that is a total of a 15 to find the baby. With a 15, you duck underwater or under... Yeah, this is mostly mostly stormwater at this point, but not entirely. You think it's sort of an, a Raduin kind of proportion here. Um, you take a look around and uh, you spot something glowing underneath this, uh, the, this water. You grab for it and you stand up uh, just about with this kind of uh, water pu pushing against your chest and you hold aloft a very soggy but still totally fine and slightly glowing halfling baby. Awesome. My plan went completely as I meant it. <laughs> this yeah, baby seems was very valuable. I'm just thinking of keeping this baby at this point. <laughs> I mean, that dude's only had it for a week or so. I feel like we could use it. Do you know what well, I what mean? What about all these shadowy whispers? Are they going to come and get us? I think we should get out of here. Yeah, Mumbles, should we just leg as it? You, as you uh, lift this baby, you feel a pair of shoes on your shoulders, on your pauldrons. And you feel the cold press of a blade at your throat. <gasps> who, who feels that? Uh, Me, because I'm holding the baby. And you hear, you hear a whisper in your ear, uh, and you hear, "We will keep this light." I would like to unarmed strike this person. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll to hit. Actually, sorry, can I maul them instead? I've been wanting to maul yeah. something for a long maul. time. Maul, maul, it will... maul, 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 you hit this thing, uh, you toss the baby into one hand, uh, you pull out your maul with the other, and it collides with a smash into this creature's face. It skitters back, screeching into the floor. Go ahead and roll your damage. <gasps> oh, wow. Uh, so I had two d6s, I rolled a double six, and that's with a plus two. So that's 14 for the maul. 14. Yeah. This thing. We've got time. Do you guys need any more of this? It's your own break time you're wasting. No, I love you too, Um, So you guys, you bring this mall smashing down into the shadowy creature's face. It collapses backwards and lies limply in the sewage. Uh, you hear quiet gasps of shock and horror from the watching gallery um, and a figure seems to unfurl itself from beneath the uh, uh, the tunnel kind of right to your right. This figure seems taller than the others, perhaps it could pass as a grey-skinned elf 
depth um, but it still has these kind of almost waving uh, unsettlingly pale bleached hair um, and these similar pearly glazed eyes they step forward and their voice seems to echo with the kind of silence of this uh, place as they pull the um, pull the limp figure and kind of toss him towards a couple of these shadowy figures that uh, grab it and kind of secrete it into a, a little tunnel um, this elf-like figure stares at you and says perhaps we have not made a deal clear you surface dwellers like to deal do you not permit us to keep this child of light and we will assassinate anyone you wish we are creatures that live in the shadow in the darkness you could send us to do your bidding we visit death as easily as one visits a brother let's kill Cornaith. oh my god we could totally no, no, just no, give no, them no. the baby and kill Cornaith. no 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 yeah. why no no I'm gonna, can we huddle? Can we huddle? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like the right thing to do would be to take the baby and run away. I, I think that is the right thing. So do I. I don't say that. You you, you infer that from the... We, ah, we, we, are, ah. we are sworn to protect the city of Summers. And although perhaps I could imagine a scenario where assassination would protect the city at the cost of an innocent child, it's the, the cost is... Far too great. This this child is what represents the city. She is touched by the goddess. We must save her. Her. And don't you want to be a don't you want to be a hero? Yes. More than anything, more than anything, Echo. I I, I want to be a I want to be a hero. What do you think, Mumble? <laughs> I thought so. So when 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 we finish, yeah. What are these guys gonna do if we don't if we don't give him the baby? Oh yeah. Well, I, I think that's where the true test of a hero. Can we? And I'm going to communicate this through mumbling, and I believe after three years of rigorous training, you will understand me. Can we um, distract them? Like, oh, look over there, and then run really quickly because that feels like our best bet. There's too many of them for us to really fight. I think we'll all die. Um, and I mean, there's, there's a lot of them. So I feel like all we really need to do is literally run, get this baby back to the, uh, back to, to Cornace or whoever, and be like, this baby's special and we shouldn't trust that dude with it either. I can, I can cast minor illusion uh, and make something that looks like the baby. I, I could also, I'm, I could actually Doesn't it take dissolve the baby when you touch it? because I'm, I, I'm quite stealthy. So I could take it and while you're doing that, I'll run up ahead because I'm small, so I'm going to need to get ahead. Object. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, okay, this is great. Okay, um, um, Ickle, yeah. th this is a fantastic, it's a fantastic idea. And uh, we're going to create a distraction. You get the baby the heck out of here. Okay. Okay, and just wait, wait for the distraction and then uh, make a hasty exit. Well, I think you're a genius. What's the, distra what's the distraction going to be? Just follow my lead. We'll follow your lead. <laughs> and then I turn, <laughs> I turn around and I go, you want some light? Is that what you're after? Yes, we miss it so dearly. Seeing as you're, I don't know, too shy, too hideous, whatever it is. Cursed. To come up and enjoy. Okay, too cursed to come up and enjoy. The light that we shed upon the citizens of the city of Summers every it day up there in us. the theater. It ages us. 
Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to give you something that's going to make you feel youthful. Okay. Here it is. An exclusive performance for you <gasps> from the final act of our show, The Incident at the Scala Scholastica. Um, uh, Clara here Scholastica? We go. Really? You would show us The Incident at the Clara Scholastica? <laughs> yes. I'm gonna, start playing, I'm gonna start playing the music on my my on my lute. Uh, I go hit it. <laughs> well, you fall right through the ceiling and you come on down. Grease lightning, janky grease lightning. You're gonna hit the ground like a thing we never seen before. Grease lightning, oh, janky grease lightning. Yeah, you hit the floor. Boom, boom, he wants some more. Boom, boom, grease lightning. Meanwhile, I'm hoping Ickle Pickle's taking the distraction. Yoink! Run, 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 run. Come on, Ra, come on, And Ra. me and Mumbles ah. McGrumbles, I grab uh, Mumbles McGrumbles by the hands. I, for the first time ever in their life, pick them up onto their, their hind legs <laughs> <laughs> and lead them in a tango back and forth across the sewers while, while uh, Unpronounceable Alex is playing their... <laughs> I've got like the drum bass line again going. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Do the tango up and down. I'm waving my lighter in the air. The, the music box is lit up oh. and we're trying our best to provide some light in their darkness. I love that. Do you know, uh, I'm going to say, Ickle Pickle, do you want to roll a stealth check with advantage, which means you roll 2d10, uh, 2d20, sorry, and you take the higher result. I'm also going to give Bardic Inspiration first. You can add a d6. So the first, 13, and then we've got a 10. So 13, and what did you say? You add your performance to that. Oh, no, you add your stealth My stealth to that is roll. plus five. So it's... And then roll a d6 as well. And roll a d6 from... Unpronounceable Alex. We've got an 18 so far. Mumbles, are you okay with what's going on right now? I've taken you by the hands and tangoing with you. Mom, mom. Okay. <laughs> Two. Two fantastics. That is an unnatural 20. So as this uh, as this riot begins, um, you and Ra manage to secret this baby away playing the role of Stork as opposed to Magpie. Uh, the two of you sprint forward, or in Ra's case, soar, uh, back through this uh, this sewage tunnel excellently quietly. And because you rolled a 20, the baby doesn't even, uh, doesn't even grumble. She just sort of settles gently against your chest with a little sleepy sigh. Um, genuinely, for those of you who are performing, the creatures down here seem to really love this. I'm, I'm going to yes. cast. I'm going to cast the words as a minor illusion, so they can join in. Oh, they sing along. So they can sing. They, it's a sing. It's a sing along. Yeah, now it's, yeah, it's bouncy ball. Yes, I'm going to project that up. <laughs> minor illusion. They, can they all sing. sing along. The the one that you mauled in the head. Um, it, it, there is a large and a fetid bandage around his head, but he's okay. Okay, I'm Everybody's gonna I'm gonna heal dancing. that. I'm gonna I'm gonna heal. I'm gonna oh, heal with my with my, oh. my last spell slot. I'm gonna cast <laughs> healing words just to be nice. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. They are so delighted. Um and you all spend some lovely time dancing and singing uh to a Radjuin's music. I'm just can imagining you... it's frag it's fraggle rock. Go ahead. <laughs> can can ahead. can you leave the, the music box box or the lighter for them? Yes. How about both? Oh, both. Oh, as the as the musical comes to an end, uh, this elder sort of steps forward to accept these gifts and bows so low that his uh, the the edge of his sort of nose uh, touches the the sewage, um, and he says, 
Thank you. This is a great gift. Now our darkness will not be so empty. You are welcome back anytime. As long as you remember the lyrics, the music lasts <laughs> forever, my friend. The music lasts forever. You are right. So you all make it out back to the back through the peacock's tail in. Ickle, it is your choice. What would you like to do with this sleepy glowing baby? I think we should probably give it back to Bertram. Yeah, Lovely. but he's gonna lose it again. So you... is <laughs> this he, is the is problem. He... Yeah. He's I just like to... we should take it back to the temple. <laughs> I <laughs> cast mend on his window. Oh, oh that's yeah, funny. that's what he was missing. <laughs> I cast mending on his window. His just, window. No, no, just try and break it. Just try and break it and roll in that one. <laughs> uh, Ickle, you you return while these this troublesome lot are still uh, performing this beautiful musical uh, down in the sewers. Uh, you get a moment to return this to Bertram. Um, his face wells up with tears as soon as he sees his little daughter safe in your arms and he says Melba, oh thank the goddess thank you so much and just scoops her up despite the fact she's covered in all sorts of unmentionable sewage. Uh, he gives her all sorts of kisses and cuddles uh, and yeah. um, brings her in, wraps her in a blanket so she doesn't get cold from being Hope soggy. get sick. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, he sets her to one side uh, and brings you into a big hug um, and he says thank you so much I'm so grateful I didn't believe that heroes really existed but in my hour of need there you were thank you I don't know I don't know what I could possibly do to thank you I'll forever be in your debt she's my entire world thank you you've said it all you've said enough and you've said what matters I am a hero. Good night. You leave, <laughs> you leave happy Melba um, gurgling away and uh, Bertram uh, running a bath and sort of chattering to her. Uh, by the time you all get back to Green Breath Temple, you can see in front of the uh, the painted warning and the hand axe <laughs> that you left, <laughs> like that's an appropriate replacement for a guard shift, Cornath. Uh, the head of the gardeners uh, this particularly kind of strict looking almost inscrutable older human man it wasn't us we didn't paint that all right we, we were chasing the graffiti artist there was a graffiti artist. he holds up a hand he came up and then he he says congratulations you passed your final test yes we did we knew it oh, we I did knew it that was gonna be yeah you, even me. Oh, oh, thank you. Sneaky dog. Sure, you knew. Oh, so I grab Ickle for a hug. Oh, that's such a lovely hug, Jakey. Oh, she she reciprocated. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, think nothing of it. Hey, for, forget about it. Hey, forget about it. Hey, okay, I, 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 I like a cigarette. I like. Oh no! Don't, please, <laughs> please remember the hug. Hey, Jakey, hey, hey, Jakey, come here. Yeah, yeah. Ma 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 ha, maybe, maybe this is not the time to forget about it. No, but we've been saying forget about it all these years. Maybe this is the time to not forget about it. Remember it. Be a bit. Huh? Go, go. Not forget about it with her. <laughs> um, I, I walk up to Ickle and I, 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 I purse my lips and lean forward a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Very forward. Uh, nothing. Hey, Very forget forward. about it. Forget about it. I light a He's cigarette. He's a man of extremes. Just, I was lighting a cigarette. Nothing. And what I put a cigarette in my lips. Nothing. Nothing <laughs> at all. Nothing. Forget about it. Oh, yeah, I don't like smoking that much. Oh, you don't want... Oh, I was going to... Uh, okay. Cornet kind of waits for 
this to happen. And then he says, the final test, as I'm sure you all deduced, is the final lesson of being a gardener. Sometimes it is necessary to break the rules and defy your orders in order to do the right thing and help people. He hurries you all to bed and the gardeners that were on, <laughs> that were secretly on backup watch the whole time, so don't worry, uh, take over. In the morning, there is a great amount of celebration as all four of you nervously step out or excitedly step out uh, into this beautiful central square in Greenbreath Temple. Gardeners of all ages uh, and all of the, your fellow trainees are gathered to watch your ceremony, your ceremony yes. of planting. You step forward and Cornate hands out, holds out his hand uh, and you hand over all of your bladed weapons and your sharp weapons um, and they are replaced by these blunt versions that gardeners are expected to use. Uh, you each are presented with your woven gardener emblem patch um, that uh, is essentially your badge um, and uh, there is a great amount of celebration. You swear your oaths and just as you're stood up on that dais on that raised stage, you think you see in the corner of one of these beautiful tall trees that stretches out on these cherry trees with these beautiful blossoms drifting down. Something moves just in its shadow and you hear a couple of quiet little notes. And that is where we will end this one shot. Wow. Well done, everybody. I hope you had a, a, a good time. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, that was really fun. As a, as a, uh, <laughs> as a um, uh, sort of a, a oh, what's the word? An epilogue. Uh, what do you all think that you uh, you go on and do and specialise in in the gardeners? You could be, it's essentially you know you can specialise in tracking down criminals. You can specialise in being a medic. You can specialise in a specific area of crime. You could be like a forensic scientist or something. But do you guys have any ideas about what specialisations you might choose before we end? I think I'll be a tracker. Very nice. That makes perfect sense. Traffic. Yeah. I'm a traffic cop. <laughs> <laughs> the smallest gnome trying to stop these big car horses. Like, hey, forget it. No, hey, stop. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> um, I think Alex, uh, like, it's like something in morale and music and, like, maybe goes around and preaches the word of the goddess in kind of fun ways. Um, into the city and it may be actually into the outskirts of the city where maybe the word doesn't quite reach as the light doesn't reach quite as far yeah that's what Alex goes on to do and how about mumbles just mauling <laughs> <laughs> he's brute, a one dwarf brute mauling force, brute force mauling department <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I, I will be known as the mall cop but nobody will get the joke in this universe oh. there are no mauls there we go. <laughs> oh, disgusting. I love it. Well, well done, everybody. Thank you so, so much for such Well done, Vicky Hawley. Super yeah. good. Amazing. Glad you guys had fun. Um, and thank you to you all for tuning in, all of you lovely sandwiches. Uh, we will do a very quick little socials plug. Um, but first and foremost, uh, because it keeps us you know, being able to do this show. Uh, we do have a Ko-Fi. I know we plug it a lot, but just to remind you, now that you've seen what we do, if you fancy buying us a little coffee or a natural 20, as we say on there, uh, every month, then you can sign up for certain rewards that I believe yeah. Tamal went through during the break. Uh, so click through. It is all on there. Um, let's... Cancel those Twitch subs, yo. Yeah. Ko-Fi. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you very much. The link is in there. Um, hey, uh, Talal, what is your handle on social media? 
at Talalaban. Follow me at Talalaban on Facebook, Instagram, and in- and Twitter. And wow. um, be mildly amused. Fab. Uh, Dan, where can people find you? I'm uh, at Dan Simpson Poet everywhere. Come see me for poetry and far too many photos of running. <laughs> it's true. Training for the marathon. Yeah. Doing this a lot really of running. Uh, yeah. Sasha, poetry. how about you? Where Where can people find you? Uh, I'm at Sasha K. Allen on Twitter, Sasha Allen Comedian on Facebook. Come and see things that I posted literally a year ago since uh, the last time I had shit to post about. So that's <laughs> kind of an archive. If you want really, yeah, it's just an archive. If you want really old, old news, please do that. Yeah, lovely. And hey, Nadine, where can people find you? And what, what could they find if they go searching in your social medias? Where should people come and find you? Well, um, you can come and find me at Nadine Wild Palm. Um, I don't know if you can see that. At Nadine Wild Palm on Twitter and Instagram. And weirdly, um, my book, uh, my children, my, my debut children's novel is called The Tunnels Below. And so while we were on that quest, I was having so many visuals of like my character returning to the tunnels and them sort of being full of something different and dark but yeah so you'll find stuff about books voiceover a bit of presenting you bits yep amazing and it sounds like if you guys enjoyed this one shot you should go and buy nadine's book and enjoy that sounds forget like about hey, forget, forget about it 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 and Chloe Mashter's fantastic original overlay uh, but we really really Thank appreciate you, all of the we tough you. work he does uh, if you fancy seeing what stuff is up to why not head <laughs> why not head over to Super Nothing TV uh, on uh, I think YouTube and also on Twitch that's Super Nothing TV uh, where you can see some fun and weird musical stuff which is going to be really exciting and just just art darling it's just art uh, <laughs> All that remains for me to say is uh, thank you so much for joining us, Nadine. I hope you had a great time. How was your first D&D session? Absolutely amazing. My imagination is on fire. Yes! Oh, well, I hope we can have you back in the future. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for coming along. I'm a fan. Uh, stay, stay safe, everybody. Uh, have a lovely time. And uh, yeah, we'll see you. Hey, we'll see you guys next week. Guys, we're, we're not back to regular next week because this boy ain't here. <gasps> Oh, what? You kidding me? Another yeah. one shot. Next I told you. Right. I actually told you. Like, oh, you I'm sure you did. Me. I'm sure you did. Well, in that case, in that case, we might it's have awesome. another little one shot. It's that's awesome. totally fine. Well, that's totally fine, Dan. That's always the rule. It's of course it's fine. It's a shock yeah. to the system. I I am not good at dates, but yes, thanks for the head. That gives you two weeks to catch up on our current arc. Two weeks. You've got no bloody excuse, have you? So forget about it. Forget, forget about it. it. If you enjoyed this, tune in next week for forget another about it. one shot. All right, everybody, we will see you next week for another one shot. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.